Welcome to the OFX Podcast. I'm Dave Claxton. Along with me, as always, is our resident badass in a boot, Bethany McChesney. Uh, and today we have from UK, uh, I don't know, still UK, uh, you know, you can tell you what relationship you have to High Rocks because it's complicated. <laughs> Emma Waring and from Germany, Flo, captain of the Flow Nuts. And uh, Bethany, how do you say the last name? Balchik. What? <laughs> Did she get it? How close was it? She got it right the it, first it was time. Super, it was super close. Okay, what is it? Please tell it again. Kowalczyk. It was perfect. If like I, 99%. would have been really, really bad if I did it. <laughs> Thank you both for coming. Um, so what we're going to do today, we're going to talk a little bit beforehand, and then we're going to do what's called a snake draft. This is a preview show for high rocks worlds and then we're going to do a snake draft where we all pick our individual athletes and see afterwards after the big event who has the best team and judging from what i've just seen it's going to be emma so <laughs> first emma why don't we start with you and what i wanted to start with actually was who is not going now you're in a different situation because the uk high rocks just got to the uk correct um yeah so high rocks haven't actually done an event in the uk yet because it was due to launch last year um so the first one is london on the 25th of september so we haven't actually had an event in the uk for people from the uk to qualify for the world championships although the vcf allowed some qualifications and we saw a couple of people on the list uh, specifically jumped out and i'm not sure if either one has done a live high rocks before uh, I think, uh, we think Jade has, has Jade's, Jade Skillen, so. She has, she did Hanover in January 2020, yeah. And how did that go for her? Um, I think Jade will fully admit that she had the shock of her life, finished it and said, never again, I'm not putting myself through it, um, but loved it so much that came away and just wanted to improve and, and make it her part of her focus. So I think... Um, I don't know what she actually scored in where she came, where she placed in Hanover. Um, but I know she didn't do as well as she probably wanted to. Um, she went in pro women. Um, she's a Spartan racer. So she's Spartan pro team in the UK. Um, it was a couple of weeks that she had to be able to get her head around what the event was. It was a last minute decision. She went out there and absolutely loved it. And then in the last kind of 18 months, she's completely focused her training around high rocks. And yeah, it shows uh, she's doing really well. She is fit. She's like super fit. And I'm pretty sure that whatever that last time was is not very relevant at all to what she's capable of right now. And then no. also we saw Tom Hogan. Tom Hogan from uh, Ireland, he's headed over. Now, I, I don't know Tom, but his name's really familiar to me. And I think he was in the VCF as well. He was. I remember. He was. Yeah. He came second overall in the men's um, equipment division, which meant that he qualified for the elite invitational in Dallas. But because the NIE didn't allow him the opportunity to travel due to the restrictions, it meant that he couldn't go and compete in the Dallas Invitational. So, but there's a there's a really lovely story around Tom's involvement in High Rocks. Um, he, yeah, he comes from he comes from an endurance ultra running background. So he's always done lots and lots of running. And 
he got to the point where he didn't have the time to get the miles in his legs every week because they'd got children. So he's what him and his wife Dina are both like um, she's I think she's done probably five Ironman Ironman competitions. She they both do endur endurance stuff, and he's represented for ultra running and mountain running. He's gone to the World Championships and the European Championships and things. So he's a great runner. So they thought we're going to have to leave this endurance stuff and look for something that's going to give us the same kind of um, kick, but something that takes less time. So they looked at CrossFit, but the gymnastics element didn't suit them. And then Tom found High Rock. So he bought a mixed doubles entry for his wife's Christmas present for Hanover in Germany. <laughs> so they went over to Germany. Uh, they went over to Hanover in 2020, January 2020, did mixed doubles, won it absolutely loved it then they entered obviously we're hoping that it was coming to the UK didn't because of Covid taking over the world and they entered the VCF and both did really well in the VCF so awesome. he's the wild card yeah yeah he, he might actually with that kind of engine he might actually be pretty decent like that that, that I'll have to remember that so we'll go over to, to Flo's side of the world so Flo you are in Germany correct correct and I guess what we'll start with you is some of the big names, and I think one jumps out right away is who's not going to be there. Luke Storad. Lucas Storad, like uh, the most of most of the guys know him as Luke Fit. He's not competing in Leipzig. Um, that's because. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, we yes, got you. Yes. Okay, that's because of some other private priorities. He moved with his family to another town. They sold their old house. They bought a new house and. That's the reason why he didn't, uh, why he won't compete in Leipzig. That's too bad, man, because he's a guy that would obviously be a definitive podium threat. Like, Yeah, and I would say he is, it's a little bit hard to say, but I think, that's my personal opinion, he's the only one who's capable of beating Hunter McIntyre. Yeah, I, I, I don't think that's a, a, you know, that's a pretty popular opinion. <laughs> Um, what about the women's side? Is there any, because I noticed Sarah Colty's going to be there, Imke's going to be there. Is there anyone from the women's side who won't be making it? Um, no, I don't think so. I think all the German high-level elite women will be there. So sure. Imke, Imke is a, a little bit surprising that she will be there because she didn't compete like over two years now in High Rocks. I think one and a half to two years. Mm -hmm. She has been invited to the Elite 12 event in Hamburg, but she couldn't compete because of some um, injuries she had at that time. But this time she will compete and it will be super exciting to see her level of fitness in compared to like, for example, Viola Oberlander. Mm -hmm. Viola's been training hard. I've been watching her. She's she she is. I would say she is the female side of Dylan Scott. Both of them are pushing volume through the moon. You, if you watch them on Instagram, it's like four hours of a bike ride, twenty six hours of a swim, straight into <laughs> six million squats. <laughs> like crazy stuff like that. I was Super talking high volume training. Was talking with my wife today, and I said, of all the people I would never want as a trainer, it would be Dylan Scott because I would be dead in a week and a half. Yes, it, it's insanity. We had him on, and and the volume. I can say one other important thing from Germany is the most important guy from Germany going is Flo Nuts himself. Flo, how is your preparation? Are you ready? 
Uh, I am, absolutely. Um, I will compete in the normal event, in the seasons, in the normal season event in the men's pro division. I guess I will start at 11 or 11.10. And yeah, let's see what's going to happen. I'm super, my training was perfect the last weeks, so the last, I would say, six to eight weeks. I did uh, double days, like training in the morning, training in the evening. My running game is pretty pretty good <laughs> so i'm looking i'm looking forward to to smash it and to perform very good do you do you have a specific goal do you have a time in mind yes i do oh well please do share <laughs> i don't i don't share that <laughs> <laughs> hopefully you get it all right so beth why don't you take away some of the some of the ladies who's not going to be there from this side of the pond yeah, so we have a few ladies that won't be there, some for obvious reasons. So Faye and Rebecca, Rebecca um, Hammond has gone off to her residency. Um, Faye Stenning hasn't really been competing lately. She's been focusing on her business. So those are two big names who've been at the top of High Rocks. And then uh, Morgan Scholes as well. And she's dealing with an injury right now. And so she hasn't been competing in a while. And then we're also missing Sam Briggs, who was at that Elite 12 event as well. And so I don't know if High Rocks has been a focus of hers or if she just, it was that, that was a one-off for her, but she's someone who we'd really like to see back in the High Rocks arena. I want to see Sam Briggs do anything. <laughs> Sam Briggs is just awesome. And I said it before, like she, she would probably be the most intimidating person to compete against at any event. She just frightens the hell out of me. And yet I think she's great. Um, but for the guys too, we have, uh, obviously Isaiah Vidal and probably the biggest, and I put him up there with Lucas is Ryan Kent and Ryan, again, I thought he was going to make it. We had him on the show. He was iffy about it. And then, you know, came out that he wasn't going to make it. And that's a little disappointing. Cause I think, oh, that would have been a good show. I've wanted to see him and Lucas go head to head. I thought that would have been fantastic. But there are a ton of really good people going. Um, so what we're going to do as part of this, and we'll go through as we talk about who, our picks, we'll talk about who they are and how, why they're going to be there and why we picked them. We're going to do what's called a snake draft. So I've already called out the order. I did it ran randomly. And I know you don't believe me, but I did. And it's proof because I'm last. But Bethany will go first, then Emma, then Flo, then me. And you're just essentially, what you're going to do is you're going to pick the person you think is going to do the best. And then once we get down to me, then I pick again and it goes back up. And we're going to do four rounds of that. So by the time we get to that fourth round, we're going to be throwing some darts. <laughs> so if you guys are ready, we'll start right away with Bethany. And if Are we she, starting with men or women? It's whoever you want. You pick whoever you want. Oh, so it's men and women are all thrown together. So that's what I mean. So. Oh, okay. So I'm going to take Hunter then. Foolish. <laughs> Why would you do such a strange thing? I don't know. So weird. All right. So tell people a little bit about Hunter. Why, why you take him? Uh, Hunter is undefeated in high rocks. He is uh, the world record holder, obviously for men. And as it looks right now, um, he might have some guys pushing him, but I still think he's going to take the win in this one. That was a really nice way to say he's the most dominant person <laughs> at all at this ever. All right. So that's Beth. So Emma, you're up. Um, can I take Viola, please? It's already can tricky. I take 
viola please for me viola wow okay. sorry flo sorry flo <laughs> no problem <laughs> all right so why viola because i didn't think you were going there but but um just because i've been looking at all her stats and um she's so consistent on a running and if we go back to i know she hasn't done anything since the elite 12 but i've seen her training and like flo says previously her volume is just crazy the things that she can put herself through the pain that she can get into um her stats um and her times, I specifically looked at the sled push, the burpee broad jumps and the wall balls, which tend to be the three things that make a difference and impact the running. She's got really good times on those, but I think she's in Germany. She's not had to travel as such, like some of the Americans. And I think following the Elite 12, where she was leading for so long um, and was nearly pipping Lauren, um, I'm, I'm back in Viola, yeah. Wow, I gotta, I'm a little surprised, but I can't argue. It's, it's a good pick. Right, I, I was surprised because her overall finisher time, there's other ones ahead of that, but I'm, I'm not going to say too much because, you know, I don't get to pick yet. So, all right, Flo, who do you got? Okay, I'll go back to the man's side um, and I'll take Tobias Lautwein. Now that one, I'm not surprised. I had you pegged for that. <laughs> all right, tell us about Tobias, man. Uh, first of all, he's a good friend of mine and um, I have to support him. Secondly, he is one of the most experienced Hyrox athletes in the field. And he is, uh, I would say, when it comes to running only, he is the best runner in the field. He is a super good and well-experienced runner. And third one, he is hungry as... Is that why he's always eating when he's doing the runs? yes <laughs> that's that's a reason yes he's the only uh, one that i've seen constantly fueling during the race well at least no, he's really just he just found his passion in high rocks and that's what that's the thing he loves to do and i think he is the man who will gives hunter a shot the thing about it too i find with him and he's is he he's another guy that is kind of like dylan scott in a deceptive way they're both deceptively strong like you wouldn't you wouldn't look at them and think that they can they can move that sled at that pace yes. but but there they are right they're 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 just a different mold so I, i'm impressed so i actually i get to pick twice now because i'm at the bottom all right and then we go back up so i'm kind of excited because i didn't think she'd be here but i'm taking rachel vonderack <laughs> because she's absolutely amazing and she's a really good buddy. I'm going with the same same ideas, Flo. You got to pick your buddies. But I feel the last one coming off the US, U.S. championship, she had a rough go there. She had some IT band issues. In her first race, though, she nearly broke the record. And she was had no idea what she was walking into. She was also, for the U.S. thing, she was dealing with the CrossFit Games preparation. She was dealing with her wedding. She had a million things going on since then. She has been wide open to prepare for this. And I think Rachel is going to go in. And I think Rachel is going to beat the record as well. But don't listen to this, Rachel, because I don't want any pressure on you. You can listen to it after. So Rachel Vonderack is my pick. Oh, and I wrote down the wrong for you. Follow me here. And then my second one, almost on the same logic, because I figure, ah. Uh, this is this is tricky because it's hard. 
almost the same logic, a bounce back effort. I'm going to go with David Megita. Cause I think <laughs> again, he's going to bounce back. And I'm going with people I really love, but it's hard. Cause there's so many. <laughs> I know. Rachel Vondrak and David McGee for me. Oh, you're up. What? Is, so me again? Yeah. yeah so, so now we go back up. Okay. Um, I will take. Um, from the female side, I'll take Rebecca Neta. Okay, hold on here. You're taking Rebecca. Yes. Aneda. Oh, there she is. Rebecca Aneda. Okay. Tell us about Rebecca. Um, well, she is the second place. She placed second in the World Championships 2019. And since then, she did a lot with her running game. So she, I, I think she will came in as a um, I would say she will came in faster than in the last World Championships and then the previous events. So, and she is like Tobias Loudwine, super hungry. She she found her passion in High Rocks. She absolutely loves it, and she dreams to win an High Rocks event since uh, 2017. And she's a friend of mine as well. That's why I'll pick Rebecca. And she is super strong. You don't see that, but I would say she's one of the strongest women in the field. Yeah, no, she's someone that we wouldn't have heard as much about. And again, I just judging by straight times, a little surprised that she came up early. But see, this is where you guys are seeing so many things different than we have seen. All right. Now you have to pick twice here, Em. What? Let's go. Um, oh, sorry, sorry, no, sorry, 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 no, sorry, my bad. Emma, you're up, you pick one, yeah. Um, I want to go with Jade next. Jade Skillen. <laughs> I'm going for the UK. You know, I almost picked her just to tick you off. <laughs> <laughs> I, I edged my bets because I wanted uh, Viola and I just thought maybe they won't pick Jade, but somebody with, will pick her. So I'm going to go with Jade second. I've been sat here with my fingers crossed under the desk. So... <laughs> All right, so you, you talked about her a little bit before, but why do you think Jade, Jade's going to come in so well? Um, I know what level of training she's been doing. She's so focused. She's an ex-professional um, footballer, so she knows what elite sport is about. And she's obviously done Spartan Pro and stuff like that, but her engine is so strong. She's been building and building and building. And the thing she's been focusing on is her running. She's only little. She's probably, I think, probably five foot. She's only really small. Um, and But her strength and her heart, I think she's going there with an intention of doing as well as she can do and putting everything out there on the line. And I've, I think being from the UK, I've got to back her. So I want Jade on my team. That's awesome. I, I can't. I've seen Jade workouts and I've spoke with her. It, she, she is fantastic and she will do really, really well. So, all right, Beth, now you get to pick twice. Now I haven't screwed it up. Okay. Well, I don't, um, I'm going to pick Lauren Weeks. I don't know how I get both world record holders, but <laughs> <laughs> so Lauren is our, is the current world record holder, um, consistently performs well at High Rock. So I don't think there's any, uh, I'm not really taking any big risks here picking Lauren. 
Um, and it seems to be your training is going well, um, injury free, which is always a good thing. So ready to give it a good go. And then I'd like to pick Dylan Scott. Um, <laughs> that was my next one. It was no problem. <laughs> yeah. Also such a beast. We interviewed him and I'm just so in awe of his workouts. And I think he's really zoned in now for this after that last uh, competition. So I'd really like to see how he does on this one. So I'm going to pick him then for my third. You know what I will say to what about Lauren, Lauren Weeks too. She's been competing a lot in Spartan late, lately and her running is really dialed in. She's doing a lot more running than usual. So she, she could be a lot faster there. And I mean, we, we talked about Dylan, that guy's he's unreal. Like, and so fun. He's a, like you said, we talked, he was a blast. He's just hilarious. He, yeah. Flo, I hope you get a chance. And Emma, are are you actually going to be at Worlds? Or are you going to get a chance to go over there? Uh, no, I'm not, I'm not going to be there. Unfortunately, I've got another event on that day that I've got to go to. So, yeah, well, got if you, it. If you get a chance, Flo, to talk to him, I, I don't know yes, if you've had course. him on your interviews. He's amazing. He's so fun. Yes, of course. All right, Emma, pick three. Well, you're okay. Pick, pick one. So I've. Some of them that I was going to go for, Dylan Scott was one of them, Bethany's had. Um, so looking at the rest of the statistics, some of the other racers haven't raced for quite some time, so probably 18 months. So some of their stats um, are probably not as current as what they would be for this weekend. So based on that, I'm going to go for Tom Hogan. I'm going for Ireland <laughs> and sticking with my team on the basis that he's unproven, He's going out there, he has no pressure on his shoulders. He's a great runner. He can run and run and run, but he's also really strong. So I'm, I'm going with Tom, sticking with what I potentially know. A home team team. Yes. So now yeah. you've got all the UK, now you're going to be lost on the next one. Unless Flo beats me with something. I've got somebody in mind, but I don't know whether he'll take it. <laughs> all right, Flo, let's see your pick. My next one is Joshua Wichtrup. Um, he is uh, the very first German athlete who went to the CrossFit Games. He is the fittest CrossFit athlete in Germany. He already won some higher rocks events and he is a guy from my hometown. So that's why I'll pick him. Now I have him downwritten as, as a 61-51 for a time. So... Is that yeah. to the best of your knowledge? Is that right? That's so, yes. And I, I would say his goal is to go sub one hour. All right. Well, we're going to talk about some of that after. I'm, it's crazy when I looked at some of these. Anyway, some of the times we'll talk about after. But so, me, I have two picks now and then I am done. And I really, I really, I really wanted Lauren Weeks, was was one I really wanted, but that's okay. That's okay. I, I missed it. Um, I'm going to go, and I don't know a lot about this guy. Actually, no. You know what? I'm changing my mind midstream, and I'm doing this because everybody forgets about him. I'm going with, even though he doesn't have as high a time as I think he could, I'm going with the land shark, Brent Haster. I could never say his last name, but Brent never gets any credit. He always gets left off. Even on my list, he's the last guy on the list. So we're going with Brent. He's on the team. I want him there. And he's going he's gonna to surprise everybody. He came in in that U.S. one and did 75 straight wall balls at the end to pass uh, David Megida for the third place finish. I mean, he can, 
he can throw down. He's not just a, just a throw on guy. And then one more I need, and I'm going to go with former world record holder, Sarah Colty for obvious reasons. Sorry, Flo. Yeah, yeah, I know. You thought, you thought I was sleeping, right? You thought I was just going with people. Yeah. You. But no, going with Sarah Colty. And I've seen lately, not one, we know she's super strong. She's super great at High Rocks. But she's been doing what seems like a lot of biking and Ironman style training. So her endurance looks like it's at a very high level. So yeah, Sarah Colty is my final pick. And I'm kind of surprised I got her there. And apparently so is Flo. <laughs> uh, but I would say Sarah Cooley is a bad pick. She did oh. a full, <laughs> she did a, a full high, uh, Iron Man last week. That's okay. That's a warm up man. She's just really no, information. I, I think she will be very tired. So I'll pick <laughs> right. Imke Zalanda. Ah, the next you. German Imke Zalanda, the next Imke, the next German athlete, and she is the first High Rocks World Female World Champion. And I think she still has it in her legs. So that's my pick. No, she's going to be my next one. She is too busy being an Instagram model. She does not have. <laughs> we will see. All right, Emma, your last pick. Okay, I'm going to go with um, Flo. You can probably correct me if this pronunciation is incorrect. I don't even know how I'm going to get it wrong because it looks so simple. Linda Meyer. Yeah, the German pronouncing would be Linda Meyer. Maya, okay, yes. Linda Maya, please. Okay, and why, why Linda? What do you got information there? Um, so, um, she she competed in Essen and came second. She did within that she did eight runs. Eight of her one kilometers were under four minutes thirty, and her fastest lap was three minutes sixteen. Um, so yeah, and I think she's she's a really good runner, and from what I can see, she's been working a lot on her strength. And her sled push in Essen, where she came second behind Sarah Colty, and just above um, Petra Henkel, um, her sled push was two sixteen. Her burpee broad jumps were three fifty three, and her wall balls were the one thing that let her down at five minutes twenty seven. So. With those four, those eight runs all under 4.30, one of them at 3.16, and still getting a time of one hour 12, it looks like she's been working really hard, and I think she stands a, a good chance. So I'm going with Linda. Now, now I'm going to poke a hole in that theory for a second. I'm going to pull a little flow here. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but was it in Essen when they had, like, that sled that everybody got a really good time on? Yeah. Like, uh, no, it was, it was Leps... Leipzig. Which event was that? Because I remember just it, seeing some of the sled times for that being like a minute and going, what? Like, yeah, it, I don't think it was um, Essen because there's a sled push time of 150 for Dieter Schwarzkopf, whatever it is, and a sled push <laughs> time for uh, Martin. Hmm, I don't know his surname. Flo, help me out. Dieter Schwarzkopf and Martin Michelius. That's the one. Yes, they're the ones. Um, so they've got 150 and 126, and that was in the same location as this weekend, although I'm assuming that they will have rectified the, they'll be on the same carpet as it's always been. Um, it was just that one event that was, and whereas that was in Essen. So unless they had the same carpet there, I don't know. But yeah, I'm going for Linda. All right, Beth, last pick. 
Oh, my picks are gone. This gets tricky here. Um, I think I'm going to go with a bit of a wild card. I'm going to go with Marcus Friesen, who um, was part of that Elite 12 group. Um, I don't know much about his stats, but I'm looking at a little bit of um, experience and then just coming at it with something to prove here. All right. Maybe you can tell us a little bit about Marcus Flo. No, no he, he, so I, he's not he's not in my team, so I won't tell anything. I can him. I can tell you a little bit about Marcus. I hope sorry uh, jumping in, but he came last, didn't he, at Elite Twelve, having never done a high rocks event, but he came through on the VCF, and then at that event, um, that it was sponsored by MyZone, so he was given an MZ three. I've connected with him on MyZone, and all of his is the training that he is doing. I think that's a really good choice, Bethany, because looking at what he's doing on MyZone, I, I can't believe I missed him off my list, to be honest. So, and also coming back from the Elite 12, having not done enough running, he's focused on his running, and coming into this, he knows what he's, who he's competing against because he's competed against them before. But yeah, look, it looks like he's put a lot of training in. Nobody yeah. won that. And a good point for Marcus is he was in a training camp with Tobias Loudwine with my buddy. So <laughs> it's okay. It's a good choice. It's not the best. It's not. It's not the best choice, but it's okay. <laughs> who would you have taken with the last? I got to know now, Flo. Who would you have taken with the last pick? Me? Yeah. Because it wasn't the best choice, apparently, Bethany. So we got to find out who was the best choice. Um. I would say Martin Michelios. Mm, that's just because you're the only one who can say his name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just say Martin. That's it. That's okay. Martin Michelios, he's really good in training. He's in a great shape right now. And he is a super fast runner. And his conditioning is, and his engine, his overall engine is one of the best, I guess. All right, so before we review who everybody got, and that, that was the end of our picks, I want to go through and I want to ask, uh, especially Emma and Flo, something here. So what I've noticed, and I have everybody's times here, and we all kind of varied. I mean, if you were to just pick the best times going, our list would look very, very different. But what occurred to me and what I've seen is, for example, I use somebody like Alex, Alex Ronkovic, who came over for the Invitational, who, I mean, has a, a, a 62.29 for a best time. But then he came over here and had uh, essentially a 70 minute, just over 70 minutes. Do you think that there's a difference, a large difference in the setups between the way they have a high rock set up in the UK and the way they've done it in North America? And I, I will start with you, Flo. Hmm. <laughs> That's a good question. I think the biggest problem is the traveling itself. So you came in with a jet lag, you came in really tired from the flight, from the whole travel stuff. So um, it's not easy to answer that question. I would say the setup is the same. Yeah. The problem is the, the traveling. Traveling like you are going to a flight for 12 hours or 13 hours plus and then you have a jet lag what really tires you and that's what i think is just the biggest problem all right now and 
by that, that that same token though and I, I played devil's advocate on the other side but when we had hunter and lauren go over for the elite 12 they both came out with good wins on that one but they were there longer were they not um i think they arrived both on wednesday on tuesday or wednesday yeah. a few days before not that much but yeah like enough to get that jet lag out of here and, and I mean, maybe, maybe, I mean, you want to comment on this? Like, I think we're not, we're not, one of the things I like to do when trying to find picks and trying to decide who is head to head. And that's something we're not able to do here. So when you were running through, because you have some extensive data there, how did you account for different sides of the world? Um, I, I, said, I was looking at it and just thinking to myself that this is only really a slight indication of what people are capable of, because actually on the day, like Flo says about travel and stuff like that, but on the day, there's no accounting for how people react to a big situation. And I think we can look at all the data um, and when it comes to the, the actual day and the moment that they're told to go, it's who can really put it down on that, that for that one hour um, and not be unnerved. Going back to um, the Dallas Invitational, where Hunter was pushing that sled and he was almost cat and mousing um, with David. It was it was forcing him to go faster, making him think that he could catch him up. And those kind of mind games as well. It's who can cope with that, who can go and run their own race with their own strategy and not be derailed by what's going on around them. Um, I think the race will be pretty much the, the setup will be exactly the same. They're, they're going with the four lots of 12 and a half metre sled pull and sled push. Um, two laps of the... The event arena for the five the one thousand meters two lots of five hundred um so i think all of that is the same it's who's got the mental ability to put everything into play that they've been training for so and now beth i'll go to you i'll go to you because you have experience with this and this is something i've never really understood so you come from a track background and high rocks is somewhat similar to the track background where it's supposed to be the same thing every time how is it like when we talk about OCR, it's, it's easy to imagine, you know, the cat and mouse game, the going out fast, the trying to encourage people to run because every course is different and everything's laid out different hills, terrain. With high rocks being the same and track being the same, how is it that you get caught up in something like that and you don't just run your same race every time? Well, I think what happens though is if you're if you're confident in your running ability and someone goes out hard let's say like we saw this at the one race where Renee Medivier was there and she went out in a 315 first kilometer so some of the girls who are more confident in their running like Rebecca they went with her so it's easier to run with someone and latch yourself onto their back let's say mentally and physically it, it's easier so if there's someone that's going if you can kind of latch onto them um, then it takes a little bit less energy so those are situations where if someone's going, you might as well just try to go with them than to try to just totally let them go. And so it's kind of like using their strength to help you. So yeah. you kind of work with the field a little bit, I guess. So that's where you can't just totally run your own race. See, I would, I would, I would think in something like High Rocks, it wouldn't matter as much as long as you're hitting your marks, your, you know, your, your sections, you know, I'm, I'm coming through say I want to do four minutes every, every 100, every 1,000 kilometers, 1,000 meters. I hit my four minute, I do my, my sled pull, my push, whatever. And then I go on. I would try, if I was doing, I would try to run it. Yeah. 
it's like when you lose contact with someone, it feels harder to, to make up that difference if you can't make it up in the station. So if you're a runner, if that's your strength, then it's easier to try to maintain contact during the run portions than to even let them get a few meters ahead. Yeah, I don't know. I think back to, again, this is very different, but uh, recently Bethy and I had a competition against each other and right off the back, we had to do lunges. And the first thing I was doing was I am not looking at what she's doing because I know if I try to keep up with her, I'm not even going to finish the next section. So that's just the way I look. I would try to do that whole race with blinders on. And I think that's what, I mean, that was, a, like you said, Emma, that was David McGee's fault, um, not his fault, but his mistake in the first race was getting caught up thinking, I'm racing them now. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to mentally break them. Yeah. yeah. This is where it's going to get interesting though, with athletes who've never competed against each other. Cause you don't know what another girl's strength is in comparison to yours. So sometimes you might just try to hang with them and see if you can, cause you don't really know if that's their best station or their worst. So you kind of take risks sometimes. I think, I, I think it's going to be an amazing. Race. I, I, I can't wait to see it. And I have heard there is going to be a live stream, uh, I don't know if either of you have heard that or can confirm that, but I heard today there will be a live stream. Um, we'll see. I, I, haven't, I haven't heard anything, Flo, have you? I didn't, but I I read it, I think. There will be a live stream, yes. Yeah, I would I would be surprised. I mean, it's right in, you know, it's like hometown, right? I would be surprised if there wasn't. I really hope there is. I think they do an amazing job on it. I thought, back to the, I know it wasn't live, but the Elite 12, they did such a good job on it. That was so enjoyable to watch. I, I hope they do. If, if I was to go back and you were to go back and say and just one person that you had really hoped you would have been able to pick. Actually, you know what? Let's even do it a little bit different. Flo, tell me who you now think who's going to be the top three for men and women. Now that you're listed, um, done your pick. There's no hiding. Wait a second. Wait a second. <laughs> just start with Emma. I have to search it. I... Okay. <laughs> um, so men. Yeah. Um, top three. Yeah. Um, I'm going, I can't side between Tobias and Dylan Scott for second and third. I can't decide. But Hunter is my, Hunter is my top. He'd, I don't think, I think somebody's going to have to really bring it to beat Hunter. Yeah. Um, but I'm going Hunter, Tobias, Dylan. One, two, three. That's not too bad. On the men. The, um, the women. Oh gosh, this is so difficult. It's so difficult because the data only really gives us the American ladies. It doesn't give us the current information for, you know, the Europeans so much. Um, okay, so I'm going... Rachel, number one. Lauren, number two. Viola, number three. And before we get to me, that's the exact same women I have. Okay. <laughs> And since, since I already gave the women, I'll do my men, uh, Hunter, because, I, you know, you're crazy not to. And then, again, it's it's messed up. But I do have a lot of faith in David Megida. I think he's looking for a lot of revenge on this. And I think he'll come out well. And then Tobias I have for third. So there you go. Flo, are you ready? You got it now? Yes. Yeah, I found it. I okay. can't read it. But I've talked with Mintra about it. And Well, that's my... inside source. That's like inside trading. <laughs> No, my my top three women: Lauren in first, Viola in second, and Imki in third place. Ooh. And the man. Emma is of, just shaking her head. She's like, "You are so wrong." 
you, you will see. <laughs> you, you, you can pay me later. So, In donuts. Yeah. Yes, please. Uh, Hunter, Tobias, and Dylan. Nice. In that direction. Oh. It's not bad at all. All right, Beth. Oh, man, this is so hard. <laughs> okay, so the women, I'm going to go with Viola. Um, again, because of that travel factor. So, uh, and then Lauren Weeks and Rachel. The men's side, that second, third place, that's going to be such a good battle. Um, I'm Hunter first, and then I'm going to say Tobias and Dave McGeeda third. Flo, I think you sold her on Tobias today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can have him. You can get him. If you take, I, will, I will sell him from my team. If you take Hunter out of the <laughs> equation, the competition level is unreal. It can go anywhere. And I mean, one that's just kudos to Hunter just shows how amazing of an athlete he is, but also just shows what great athletes you have coming in. Um, some of the ones I'm very interested in, and let's go through Flo's team here. Uh, Joshua, I'm really interested to see him go after, after hearing you talk about him and his CrossFit uh, ability. And Imki. Imki, I, I think that's a wild pick. Like, she's... She's a great runner. She's Amazing. one of the best runners. I would say yeah. she's the best runner in the women's field. Yeah. I want... Uh, go ahead, Em. I've just got some data here. <laughs> Sorry for putting in. So, actually, is it Nelly? Um, Flo? Is it Nelly? Is that how you pronounce it? Do you know her? Nelly? it's called Nile. okay <laughs> yes. okay so she her and laura are actually the only two runners to get all of their runs or the females to get all of their runs under four and a half minutes um imk has got seven of them but one of them under four minutes so they're all they're all consistently under four and a half minutes um, but Lauren Weeks has actually done a faster, faster one at three, three minutes oh nine, which was her first kilometer in the. Um, that might have US. been the one race though where that first lap was short. Yes, that's the point. The first lap is not always with full kilometer. It's sometimes you have only like eight hundred meters or a little bit less. So the first round is not always one thousand meters. That was at the U.S. Championships. So it, yeah. it could well be they yeah. did. Yeah, I wasn't sure if it was that one or the one where they were out chasing Renee because Renee went out in. Uh, yeah. I think that it was the same one, but yeah. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, Renee so, did the whole race in the first lap. <laughs> so I'm really interested to see that. Um, I am interested to see some of how how the travel affects people. Um, so if we go through the teams here, let's see. Flo, you have Tobias, and then you're going to have to help me out with the right Rebecca. No, you got to say the last name because I'm not going to do it. <laughs> what was the last name? <laughs> who, who did I pick? Rebecca. Rebecca. Rebecca yes. Rebecca, Imke, Imke. Yeah, and Joshua Witcher. Tobias and Joshua. All right. And then I have Rachel, David Megida, uh, the Landshark, and Sarah Colty. Beth, you have Hunter, Lauren, Dylan Scott, and Marcus Friesen. And Emma has Team UK. With <laughs> Viola, Jade, Tom Hogan, and Linda Muir. And just reading that off, I really like Bethany's chances. <laughs> I do. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I'm just looking at it going, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you think about it, all, all of her picks except Marcus, we all picked for podiums. You know, Dylan yeah. Scott, Lauren Weeks, Hunter. Oh, sorry. I didn't pick Dylan for a podium. Sorry, Dylan. I got Tobias in there. And David's been such a great supporter. I have to pick him. You know, he's just such a, he's been so good at us. But I think, yeah, I like, I like best chances. And overall, I'm just really excited for the event. Is there anything in closing you guys want to say about, about it coming up or anything you want to mention? Uh, Emma, do you want to mention my zone a little bit there? Oh no, not at all. No, just that um, <laughs> my zone are my zone are sponsoring. They will be there, and they're in the activation area for the physical fitness test. So I I won't be there, but um, Hubertus and Johannes will be there, um, and I'm very envious because I wish I was there. Good luck to everybody. Right, and Flo, you're racing. Are you doing anything else on the weekend, or are you just focus so much on your race where you're going to run? I assume a sixty flat. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> no we will see. I, no comment. No. When was the see. last time you had a donut? The last time? Yeah. Uh, four weeks or five weeks? Yes. Saturday and night. We, and and usually I eat every day at least one donut. So that's so a Saturday long time. Night. Yes, one hundred percent. Right, on the podium, I will be on the podium and eating my donuts. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I hope to see that picture, buddy. All right, Beth, why don't you close us out? Yeah, thanks so much, Flo and Emma, for joining us. And good luck to all the athletes at High Rocks this weekend. We look forward to watching it.